Hey, what's going on? Hi, how you doing? Nice to see you. Even though I really can't see you. But uh, hey, it's the Two Penny Podcast. The very first episode of the Two Penny Podcast. Um, I'm Jay. I'm going to be your host, at least for now. Um, I hope to have some co-hosts and special guests coming soon. This is the very first episode, which is kind of crazy for me because just as a couple weeks ago, I really, uh, I never thought about doing a podcast. Or maybe I thought about it. But I um, and I discussed it over the years with a few of my friends in the um, music industry, but I had never done it. Then one of my friends said, hey, you should listen to my podcast. I said, do you have a podcast? He goes, yeah. So I checked it out, and it ended up being something that I binge-listened binge listened every episode, and I find them to be hilarious. Um, it's the Unfiltered Podcast. The guys are the Kebs, the Beebs, and St. Joe, who is always in the hizzy. He tried to go an episode without saying that he was in the hizzy when they introduced themselves at the start of the show, and myself and others we had to call him out on it because, uh, well, you know, St. Joe and the Hizzy, we got to hear it. But those guys were kind enough to uh, offer good direction, information, help me out. And they were super kind this week and uh, invited me onto their podcast, which was my first experience into the um, actually being on a recording or being on a podcast. And it was it, it was fun. They're talented guys. And. So that I don't forget, because I might, this week, just um, this last week, I started a uh, a Twitter account for the Two Penny Podcast, and it's called The Two Penny, um, at The Two Penny, which is pretty simple, T-H-E-T-W-O-P-E-N-N-Y. Um, you can find that on Twitter. Um, I'll have links to the podcast. I also have links to other people's podcasts that I really find enjoyable, but this week, um, outside of all the others in the um, IndieCast podcast community that have been so supportive and kind to welcome me with open arms. But the Unfiltered Podcast, the boys over there, and Mama D at Pedals of Support have been nothing less than fantastic to me. And I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I'd, I didn't ask... If they would um, be supportive, I didn't ask if they would run promos for me, but they did. And I, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. And um, I'm grateful to have friends and people that I don't even know that are um, so kind as to do that kind of stuff. But the boys over the Unfiltered Podcast, I now consider them friends. And after being on their show last night, I hope to have all of them on my show um, sooner than later. You know, I was kind of brainstorming and thinking, you know, maybe I could talk those guys into doing, you know, because they record their show on a certain night and um, maybe I can get um, at least maybe once a month, I can get, um, you know, just a little segment with the boys from the Unfiltered Podcast. And maybe I can also do the same with Mama D and maybe some other podcast people that I meet throughout um, this little journey that we're starting together. It's it's fun, somewhat therapeutic, I guess, to get on here and just, just kind of let it out and talk about it and spit about different things. Um, as we go, obviously, I said we'll have different co-hosts and special guests, and we will. Whatever topic anybody wants to talk about, we will, we will uh, we'll do it. 
I'm not a, nothing really is um, off limits. And as far as I'm concerned, if somebody wants to talk about it, we'll talk about it. So go on to Twitter and find me over at the two penny. You can put ideas, topics. If you want to come on the show yourself, by all means, let's do it. We can make that happen. I would enjoy it. It's a lot easier to do it than just sitting here talking by myself. But, um, you know, this first one is just an introduction so that you can uh, maybe get an idea if you want to come back and check it out, which I hope you do. Each and every Friday, I'm going to try to drop an episode. I don't know how long they'll be. I think this one probably probably going to try to cut it around 30 minutes. Um, I don't want to keep you too long, but I, but I definitely want you to come back. So, you know, maybe when I have a um, co-host or guests, it can go on a little longer. But a couple things just that I wanted to talk about was April Fool's Day in general because it's pretty awesome. The biggest April Fool's prank that I ever remember was kind of in the mid-90s. I was just out of high school. I think maybe I was around 20 years old. So I was still probably eating Taco Bell all the time. Taco Bell was a staple for me and most of everybody I went to high school with. Um, So if you are a Fort Collins High School alumni, and you remember being over at the old school, which was on 1400 Remington, I believe, and they had the Taco Bell on the corner of College and Prospect. I'm sure you went there many a times, and it was great because it was cheap. You could get a ton of food, and it tasted great. And while I don't frequent Taco Bell very much today, um... I'm sure it's still great. And obviously, they're one of the biggest fast food joints in the world. Um, But nonetheless, back to April Fool's Day, Taco Bell was one of the biggest ones that I remember when they, uh, you know, they put out big advertisements saying that they had purchased the naming rights to the Liberty Bell. Yeah, I believed it. I thought it was true. I really did. Then obviously, I found out that it was a prank. But it made sense because, you know, everybody was selling the naming rights and Stuff to, you know, sports stadiums and, I mean, anything and everything was named after something. It could no longer just be the home of the Denver Broncos or the Dallas Mavericks. It had to have a, had, had to have a name, the Allegiant or AT&T or um, Invesco, whatever it was. Everything had to have a name. But... That's one of the biggest ones that I remember as far as April Fool's jokes. But one of the biggest ones in the history of the world apparently was back in the 50s, which was the, uh, the pasta grows on trees, the, uh, the pasta incident, which the BBC ran a show um, and they had a segment on there about the Swiss spaghetti harvest enjoying a bumper year thanks to mild weather and the elimination of the spaghetti weevil. The spaghetti weevil, which really never existed. Neither did spaghetti trees. But nonetheless, people um, people went nuts about this. Um, you can look it up. There's I don't know if there's video or, or pictures or what, but people you know strung up spaghetti noodles and trees, and there's pictures of them harvesting, acting like they're harvesting noodles out of trees. And so... It was pretty crazy, but uh, funny nonetheless. But I guess people were really calling in, wanting their wanting their own noodle trees, spaghetti trees, I guess, to say. Yeah, so if somebody tells you, you know, they're having a bumper year 
with their spaghetti trees and the spaghetti harvest. Uh, you know, be mindful. That one's already been done. In the sports world, um, April Fool's was the story of Sid Finch. It was back in 1984, 85. Hold on, I can look. You know, because I have the, uh, the World Wide Web at my disposal here. April 1st, April Fool's, obviously, 1985. Um, the story was written by, written by George Plimpton. What a great name, Plimpton. I would have cut out the L and gone by George Plimpton because that is a pretty rad name. But George Plimpton invented the tale of a Mets pitcher named Sid Hartha Finch. Sid for short, Sid Hartha Finch for Sports Illustrated. And the story was about Finch who could throw 168 miles per hour. And it ran on the magazine's April 1st, 1985 issue. And uh, apparently some eagle-eyed readers caught on immediately. What's cool about that is... If you read the article, The Curious Case of Sid Finch, the first little blurb about the article is, he's a pitcher, part yogi and part recluse, impressively liberated from our opulent lifestyle. Sid's deciding about yoga and his future in baseball. But if you take that, take the first letters of all of that, like the H and he's, A, P and pitcher, all the way through. He's a pitcher, part yogi, part recluse, impressively liberated from our opulent lifestyle. Sid's deciding about yoga. If you take the first letter in all of those, it says, Happy April Fool's Day. It's awesome. You know, the other one is companies coming out with, like, the left-handed whopper, left-handed toilet paper. You know, it cleans just like right-handed toilet paper, only now it's made for me. Um... Yeah, hands down, the best thing to happen to lefties since left-handed scissors, which there really are left-handed scissors, which is kind of weird. Another one would have been when Big Ben goes digital. The Brits are masters of April Fool's gags, by the way. And in 1980, the BBC's overseas service and the legendary clock was getting an update. They were going to change the clock... From analog, I believe that's what it is. Analog, is that right? I don't even know. Uh, for, or mechanical. Analog or mechanical, whatever it is. To digital. And apparently the joke didn't go well. A lot of people were really upset about it. Enough to where the BBC had to issue an apology on national TV. Yeah, that's crazy. And another good one was in 1989... Goodbye to the Space Needle. Apparently, a comedy show went on air and said that the city Space Needle, which is pretty awesome to see in Seattle, had fallen down. They even had pictures of it. But obviously, it was a joke. And But there, apparently, there was like almost a thousand people that called uh, into the police and were freaked out about uh, the Space Needle falling down. And last but not least, as far as April Fool's jokes somebody somewhere, I don't know if it, I, I, I couldn't even find it online. I don't know if it was Google, if it was Netflix, if it was somebody. But somebody talked about Smell-O-Vision, said that they had coming out with Smell-O-Vision. And to me, while that may have some good avenues when it comes to shopping, like cologne, 
perfume, good foods, maybe good restaurants, stuff like that. Could you imagine watching The Walking Dead with Smell-O-Vision? No, that, that's disturbing. You do not want to watch Daryl, I don't know what his last name is, Daryl, run around with his crossbow and his smelly pits and dirty hair. You, you wouldn't want to smell any of those people. And like the whisperers with the, the skin masks, ugh, I can't imagine how bad, if, if that was real, of course, that would smell. But yeah, smell-o-vision wouldn't be good. No thanks. Can you imagine watching porn with smell-o-vision? Nah, wouldn't want to do that either. Yeah, so there's a lot of things you don't want smell-o-vision on. Just not going to work for me. I was born in the south, raised in the mountains, and now I live on the shore. So yeah, born in Texas, raised in Colorado, and now I'm living on the shore in New Jersey. So I've been in a lot of different, I guess, areas of this country. And I can tell you they're all different and they're all wonderful in different ways. One thing that's really weird is there are some sayings in the South that you just don't get anywhere else. But I think that, you know, it kind of lends itself to people, I think for the most part, people trying to be nice and use little sayings instead of curse words or just blatantly calling somebody out. Like, um, like, like, uh, like what in the Sam hell, which you might be thinking they're saying hell, or you might be saying they're thinking hill. And sometimes I don't really know what the hell, like, do you, did you spell that H A L E H I L H E L? I mean, they're to say hell like a southerner. Just say it like if you were talking about hail that falls from the sky. What the hell? Sam Hale? That. That's how you say hell in the South. But, um, yeah. What the Sam Hale you doing? I don't really know how that ended up being a, a thing, but people say it in the South. Um, something that some people say, she stuck up higher in the light pole. And I guess it's pretty easy to figure out what that means, but I've never heard anybody outside of Texas, Oklahoma ever say that. She stuck up higher in the light pole. Don't even miss her. And people in the South, they, you know, they, they don't, they don't use all the words in a sentence, even though they're trying to say, don't even mess with her. They'll just say, don't even mess her. Don't even, Eden. Like instead of saying, don't even, you say, don't. So don't, I don't even know how to spell that, but don't and then Eden. I don't know how to spell that either. Eden, don't Eden, don't Eden, don't even do it. And they say fixing. Yep. Fixing to go do this. Fixing. Like, like I'm getting ready to go do this. They use fixing in place of getting ready. You know, what are y'all doing? Well, we fixing to go down and get some chicken. What are y'all doing? Well, we're fixing to go over to the high school and watch a little basketball. Huh. What were you doing? Well, I was fixing the brakes on my car because they were broken. Fixing and fixing are totally two different things. But in the South, people say fixing. Yep. 
fixing to run down to the Dairy Queen and get me a Nutty Buddy or a Dilly Bar or maybe a Hunger Buster. You know, in the South, they have uh, Dairy Queens actually are full restaurants. Not like out here where you go and they're just ice cream shops. You can get everything. Steak fingers, chicken finger baskets, gravy, um, everything. Anything and everything you want to eat, you can get a, you can get a taco salad, uh, catfish Fridays or whatever day it is. But Dairy Queen is legit down there in the South. Dairy Queen is the Dairy Queen is the shit. But yeah, fixing to go to Dairy Queen, get me some dinner. But probably one of the biggest ones, the biggest one ever that everybody knows is, bless your heart, bless your heart, or bless her heart. Whichever one they say. They're insulting you. Pretty much. That, that That's the, the couth southerner's way of insulting your intelligence. Um, without using a whole lot of words. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. My, my grandmother used to say it. I've heard many of parents, mothers say it, guys say it, everything. You know, oh, bless your heart. So, yeah, if you hear somebody say, bless your heart, they're, they're, they're not trying to get some blessings for you. They're not, they're, they're not trying to do that. Um, in addition, in the state of Texas, especially, they have more state pride than any other state in the in, in the country. And I don't care what, you know, you, you can go ahead and Google it and you might find other places that have a lot of uh, state pride um, because I did. And it's not it's not even close, even though places like Wyoming, apparently they have a lot of pride in Wyoming. And that's great. Um, Ohio. Hawaii, or how do you say Hawaii? Is it Hawaii or Hawaii? Do you pronounce the H? Do you not? How many syllables are in it? Hawaii is different though, because if you're not a local in Hawaii, you you get your ass kicked. If you're in the wrong place, say the wrong thing, don't wear the right clothes, catch the wrong wave. It's Hawaii's that's stupid in that right. Hawaii's beautiful, but. As wonderful as the local culture is and can be, some of the locals give it a bad name. But um, back to Texas, where I'm actually from, and I can I can speak on this. Texas is so proud of Texas that businesses even know this, because you cannot go, you can buy a Ford pickup truck anywhere. In, in you know anywhere in the world maybe, but definitely anywhere in the United States, you can buy a Ford pickup truck. But only in Texas can you get a Texas edition Ford F-150 or a Texas edition Ford Expedition. They don't even have that option anywhere else. So Texas Pride is real thing. And it goes for Chevrolet, too. Chevy, you can have Texas editions. They put a big star on it. I don't know what they call it. Um, but um, even with Ram pickup trucks. It's called the Lone Star. So everywhere else in the country, that trim package with those options is called the Bighorn. You know, you get nice, a little nicer stuff than the base model. Maybe you get leather and a sunroof and navigation, whatever it comes with, but it's a little different. 
But in Texas, a bighorn is called a lone star for some reason. Because people realize Texans love saying they're Texan. People that move from other states and come to Texas like to say they're Texan. I'm Texan now. No, you're not. I mean, you could be. Why not? Hey, if you want to be, go ahead. I guess you can be anything you want to be these days, right? I identify as a Texan, so I'm a Texan. You must call me a Texan. Pronouns. I probably won't touch on that subject much because, well, I am not completely educated in that, nor do I feel like diving into a rabbit hole that uh, I find stupid. But back to Texas. And in Texas, the only place I've ever been. I'm, I'm right here in New Jersey. I see a lot of American flags everywhere, the stars and stripes. They do fly in houses. Um, businesses, obviously, on boats out in the marina and on the ocean. But I don't see any Jersey flags. I don't see any Jersey flags. But in Texas, you cannot even get inside of the state lines without seeing it printed right there on the Welcome to Texas. Bang, as soon as you hit the state line, you cross over that state line, you're hit with Texas flags. Welcome to Texas, that's right. Big and bright. You know, and um, people have it all over their houses, on their curbs, on their mailboxes, everything. People are proud to be from Texas. Big hair, don't care. You know, big hair. I mean, the ladies got big hats, big glasses, big hair, big boot, everything. Everything's bigger in Texas. And uh, they'll let you know about it, too. Moving on. Every state has their own... Weird stuff, strange laws, weird laws, stuff like that. I was looking over a few. I'm just going to share some. I'm just, I'll be honest, I'm going to kind of read from the list, but I thought that these were pretty weird. Dumb laws, and every state has them. Some of these maybe um, have been, you know, I don't know if they if they call it recalling or recanted or or removed or redacted or or whatever. But um, some of these probably no longer in uh, in effect, but a lot of them are. In Alabama, let's go ahead and throw a few at Alabama. Alabama, it should have a B there. Alabama. I kind of like the way that sounds. So I'd like somebody to get that going. Alabama instead of Alabama. Apparently, wrestling bears are prohibited. That makes sense. They used to do bear wrestling matches. I kind of like that. And uh, in Montgomery, in Montgomery, Montgomery, it's considered an offense to open an umbrella on a street for fear it might spook a horse. And I actually saw this one and I ta- before, and it is still a law. It is illegal to wear a fake mustache that causes laughter in church. That's awesome. I mean, I want to wear a fake mustache. I have my own beard that, you know, it's all gray now, but I mean... A fake mustache is awesome. And you know those little mustache tattoos that girls get on their fingers and they hold up to their face and it's a mustache? You know, I I love that. I love a good mustache. I can't wear one, but I love it. Um, It's also illegal in Alabama to be blindfolded while operating a motor vehicle. Yep, that makes sense. Also, in Montgomery County, apparently, it's illegal to have an ice cream cone in your back pocket at any time. I don't care if it's Sunday afternoon and you really want an ice cream cone. You cannot put that in your back pocket. 
nope, can't do it. In Alaska, it is legal to hunt bears. You can hunt bears, I think it's almost any time in Alaska you can hunt bears. But it's illegal to take a picture with a bear for any kind of photo opportunity. So you can't take, there's no photo ops with bears. You can kill them, but don't you take a picture with them. Yeah, that makes sense. And also in Alaska, kangaroos are not allowed in barbershops at any time. It doesn't matter. Um, and I didn't know there were any kangaroos in Alaska at all. Um, doesn't make any sense. Um, in Arizona, donkeys cannot sleep in bathtubs. Hunting camels is prohibited. And it is unlawful in Arizona to refuse anyone anyone a glass of water i think this law should be enacted anywhere you know if you're parched you're thirsty you need a little water you should be able to get that water and i don't care where you're at you may not be able to get a hot meal at all times you should it'd be nice um to be able to always be able to fill your belly up with some warm food but it's not always possible but you should always be able to get a nice glass of water in arkansas let's move on down there Arkansas must be pronounced Arkansas, not Arkansas, even though that's the way it's spelled. It must be pronounced Arkansas. It's illegal to pronounce it Arkansas. Breaking the law right now. <laughs> Look at me, just sitting here breaking laws. Arkansas, but Arkansas, it must be pronounced Arkansas. And it's also illegal to buy or sell blue light bulbs. I wonder how that's going down there with all these LEDs and everything. I wonder how that is. Doesn't make sense. California has some weird laws, which doesn't surprise me. You the land of, you know, wild and crazy and just weird. Let's see if we can find one. Yep, already found one. That didn't take long. It's illegal to cry on the witness stand in California. I kind of like that. Women are not allowed to drive in a house coat. Um, a house coat, I'm assuming, I know what a house coat is. I'm thinking it's kind of a robe type thing, a house coat. Um, I don't understand that law. That seems dumb. And it's illegal to set a mousetrap without a hunting license. Now, this sounds like California. Yes, Californians unite. Not allowed to set a mousetrap without a hunting license. Um, yeah, um, thanks for calling the courthouse. Yeah, I'm just calling to see if I can get me a... A hunting license for I got a couple mice. I need to I need to put a mouse trap out. That is so perfectly, perfectly California. I love it. Colorado. Proud to say I lived a lot of my adult life in Colorado. Absolutely love Colorado. But apparently in Colorado, what's up with all these rats and mice? It's apparently it's illegal to mistreat rats in Denver. I didn't know they had a problem with that. And in Colorado, it is now completely legal. You can do it to remove tags that say do not remove under penalty of law. So on those pillows, you can now rip those tags off. And I'm telling you, I'm not joking. I kept those tags on my pillows for a long time, thinking that somebody's going to come arrest me for removing that tag on my pillow. But it's now legal. They, they, they say it's legal now. That's great. I love that. Florida. I have some friends in Florida. My buddies at the Unfiltered Podcast are down there in Florida. And, uh, you know, if an elephant is left tied to a parking meter, 
The parking fee has to be paid, just as if it would for a vehicle. Yeah, that makes sense. So those of you that are tying your elephants to parking meters, you got to pay for it. Got to pay for it. And also, if you're a woman, you are not allowed to break more than three dishes per day or chip the edges of more than four cups or saucers. Wow. Do you imagine if you were washing dishes at a restaurant and that, you know, stood to you? No, I don't think so. In Georgia, in Jonesboro, it's illegal to say, oh boy. I guess you can say, oh girl. But in Gainesville, Georgia, chicken must be eaten with hands. It's the law. No forks, no knives. You must eat your chicken with your hands. That makes sense to me. That makes total sense. I'm scrolling through here and just thinking, and we're ending the end of this podcast, and I really, 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 once again, want to say thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you're still listening, the fuck is wrong with you? And and thank you, you know, if you're still listening. In uh, Kentucky, every citizen is required to take a shower once a year. Absolutely agree with that. Every citizen required to take a shower once a year. And it's illegal in Kentucky f- to marry the same man more than three times. The, pff, talk about the South. Woo. Reminds me of some of my Facebook friends. I look at their post. Ooh, I found me a nice man. I'm so happy. Next week, uh, forget, man. They're the worst. Next time I think about a relationship, I'm going to just go chop off a finger instead um, or whatever they say. And then next week they're in a relationship. Next week they're not. I mean, I, I commend their effort for trying and not giving up, but come on. Just stop. You don't have to announce it on Facebook that you found a nice man or you found a nice woman or that you're happy with this, you're happy with that. Just live your life. You don't have to tell everybody about your shit. But you do, and I guess I obviously I tune in and watch, so whatever. Massachusetts. Mass holes. All the mass holes out there. But I'll tell you what, Massachusetts has got some nice-looking ladies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in Boston, it's illegal to play the fiddle. That sounds dumb as shit. Illegal to play the fiddle in illegal to play the fiddle in Boston. Illegal to play the. I don't know if you can say that ten times fast. Illegal to play the fiddle. You'd probably get tied up. And in apparently. No gorilla is allowed in the backseat of any car at any time for any reason in Massachusetts. Let's find a couple more and then let's get out of here. In Las Vegas, Nevada, it's against the law to pawn your dentures. So if you have dentures, nope, you can't go down and see the boys over at the Pawn Stars and, you know, pawn off your dentures. It's illegal. And in New Jersey, where I'm at right now... Automobiles are not to pass horse-drawn carriages on the street. Yeah, I've seen a lot of horse-drawn carriages out here in these roundabouts. Trust me. Nobody is, uh, nobody's doing that. What else here? In New Jersey, it's illegal to slurp soup. I'm down for that. I hate that noise. I can't stand it. Slurping soup should be illegal. Yeah, no thanks. And um, also here in New Jersey, it's against the law to frown at a police officer. Can you imagine if they would actually try to enforce that in today's world? (laughs) And 
Here's one law about New Jersey that I actually like. There's a couple other states that do this, but in New Jersey, you cannot pump your own gas. All gays, all gays. I don't know about all gays. I can't speak for all of them, only a couple. But in New Jersey, you cannot pump your own gas. All gas stations are full service and full service only. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Nothing better than whipping up to the gas station, holding your money out your car door window or your card and saying, fill her up or put 20 or whatever it is you're putting in your car. Right now, you know, 20 bucks probably won't get you a 16th of a tank. But um, I love that about Jersey. I love that about Jersey. Yeah, you don't have to get your hands or feet or anything smelling like that. You don't get out of your car at a gas station unless you, I guess you're going inside. Anyway, there's a lot more laws and a lot more stupid laws. I really want to get down here to Texas. I'm kind of skipping over a lot of these places. Texas, it is illegal to drink milk from another person's cow. I feel like that might have been in a country song. But yeah. Don't you go over to, you know, Mr. Johnson's house and drink his milk. Oh, I might have risked It's illegal to milk another person's cow. Okay, that's a, whole, that's a whole different story. Yeah, don't you go over there and start yanking on the tits of uh, Mr. Johnson's cows either. Udders, I'm sorry. I'm showing my country there. Letting my country out a little bit. Don't you go pulling on them teats now. And you can be legally married by publicly introducing a person as your husband or wife three times. So if you say it more than three times, it's kind of like, I wish I, I wish I was home. Or what, what does Dorothy say in The Wizard of Oz? Um, whatever. But if you, you know, click your heels three times, if you say that this person is your husband or wife three times, legally, you're married. Yeah. You don't have to go to the JP or have a big ceremony. Just say it three times. And uh, by the way, we're coming up on June in a few months here. We got uh, April and May, and then we're in June. And if you live in Wyoming, remember, it's against the law to take a picture of a rabbit in June. I don't know how, don't know why, but that's dumb. And like I said, that fills out my PhD. Poor, hungry, and dumb. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I appreciate it. Hope to see you next week. And if I don't, that's okay. Thanks for tuning in to the Two Penny Podcast. You can find me at The Two Penny on Twitter, and I'm sure there'll be other social media platforms coming out. But thanks again to the Unfiltered Podcast, to Pedals of Support Podcast, and anyone else that helps me push this little project along. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Until next time. See you.